Good evening, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am probably, no, I'm not that. I am not that. I am one of the Negroes that's very disgusted about the way that Black bodies are being treated during this U Ukraine um, invasion. Leave from the D. I am, I am one of the Black bodies that's upset that Abbott Elementary is on hiatus for four weeks. Till they get some so <laughs> a little bit of hope. Only three. Same. I am that too. And I am <laughs> sorry, it made me laugh. I am Rihanna's ever-present crop top <laughs> with her pregnant <laughs> yeah. belly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that woman was. It was like, you're late. It was like, bitch, who the fuck are you? <laughs> what? She like, didn't girl, say exactly that. <laughs> Your job is to sit here and wait, bitch. She was you know what I found out recently? When I say recently, like within the like past couple of years, but like uh, across the Black African diaspora, it doesn't matter if it's the United States, Africa, the the islands, the Caribbean, we black people are per perpetually late for things. Oh yeah. We, we don't call, do time nowhere. <laughs> that is genetic. <laughs> the thing is, it's like we all call it something different. So in America, we call it CP time, but I found out the Africans call it African time, and then the people in the islands call it island time. And you be thinking it's something different. There it's are levels. The there are levels though, because CP time will have you saying that you on your way when you ain't got out the bed yet. Now, in my dealings with people from the islands and people from Africa, African time has you getting there a day later. <laughs> <laughs> Island time, you might show up a week later. <laughs> like it's because <laughs> them motherfuckers be like, time. Fuck is that? I do the fuck I want. Like it's. I mean, let's get your husband's from the book. You would like, know. they yeah, show up to the function because they functions don't even start until midnight. <laughs> because they know no one's gonna get there until next week, so we might as well party all day. Like it's just. <laughs> mm -mm. Island time is something different. <laughs> Um, and this is Blacks Like Us, y'all. We hope that this is reaching you in a happy and uh, happy and blessed place. Uh, yeah. You want to dive right into the fuck shit? Uh, I mean, if we have to. I guess it's what we do here. So, sure. So, let's start on a positive note? Question mark? <laughs> Nisi Nash and her wife. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. The first same-sex couple to cover Essence. I've made the face because y'all can see me now and I'll be forgetting that y'all can see me now because <laughs> I was looking at the comments and somebody said it's Nisi Nash and her son and I didn't want to laugh at that. But <laughs> <laughs> It, it did kind of, because she's posed from the back, right? Yes, and it does. <laughs> it, it, it gives Jalen's um, my king. It's <laughs> <laughs> my son is my king. <laughs> 
y'all gonna, gonna leave the divine icon Miss Nash alone. Love oh no, her. I love this for her. I love her. I love her as a lesbian and her lesbian wife. I love all of this, but it really does give Jalen's my king. <laughs> the photo is. I, I would have done something maybe different with that photo. Um, and I get the I message. Have the, I have the issue of Essence. I, you know, Essence Wells magazine just show up. You don't remember subscribing to it. You never pay for it, but you always have it. Girl, that's called I, identity theft. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was a free subscription with a pair of shoes I bought. I've had this subscription okay. for like six, eight months. Like I, I remember buying the shoes, didn't know it came with an Essence subscription. But here we are. So I have the issue. The other photos, I would have picked any other photo for the cover, but that one. That one could have gone inside the spread. It would have been cute. That one could have went in the trash. It was not a good photo. It really wasn't. It it's didn't not, do It's a great photo of her. It's a great photo of Nisi Nash. She looks beautiful. I mean, she always does, but it's she just- does. But collectively, it wasn't the best of the spread. There's others in the spread that look way better. Somebody was like, oh, yeah, Janet Jackson. All right, so we got, instead of two titties, we got four. Let's we got four, four, but we're going to show one set from behind, and she has a fade, so it kind of might be a boy. It's it like, was, we're going to give you gay, but not that gay. Like, that's, that's what, it, what it felt like. That's what it felt. That's very much what it felt like. It's like, we're going to do the gay thing but not like the like real gay thing like you're going to question if this is a woman or not yeah i was like this is it i i wasn't happy with it i wasn't happy that's with it why i said good note good news maybe because it's like is it a step forward uh, sure yeah but, it is it's just a bad picture but i'm like is it the progression they want us to believe no because y'all clearly hid the fact or at least disguise the fact that these are two women. Yes, you put the woman's name on there, but given that you know from behind someone might mistake her for a man, that was what y'all were going for because there were so many other better pictures that y'all could have used for the cover. Honestly, they could have used their wedding photo and been done. That's what it really should have been. Even if you wanted new photos, any other one from the spread would have worked. I'm very happy that I'm very happy that Niecy Nash and her studsman got the cover. Yes, it, it was it, it was heartwarming, but also like this picture. All right, I love I, Niecy Nash and her husband, her studsman, and her <laughs> this, and I also love her interviews about this. It's so funny to me. One, Nisi Nash is hilarious. So listening to her talk about this whole progression into being a lesbian has been just a joy. <laughs> because she was, somebody asked her. She's been married a few times. But it's, somebody asked her about, like, why? So have you ever been women before? She was like, no, no, no. I was the one loudly yelling, I'm strictly dickly. And then she showed up. <laughs> What's what also makes their marriage a little fun and spicy and the interview spicy is that her now wife was the wedding singer for her last marriage. Yep. So it makes it fun and spicy. <laughs> I just 
I hope and pray as I do with any marriage, regardless of who makes up the couple, when one is more famous than the other, I just pray that we don't end up in a situation where the least famous one is, is living off them, taking advantage of them, getting opportunities because of them. Yeah. That's the, I mean, only, that is I'm, a blanket rule for everybody. Cause I, I mean, say, mama's a pretty prolific songwriter. I will say that she's a pretty pro she's on, she was on claws too. That's the first time I saw her on claws as, I mean, she was singing something on there. I don't even remember. But that was the first time I saw her. But yes, I don't want her using our queen because, you know. Yeah. But I also just recently saw a video of her giving Nisi Nash a lap dance for her birthday. So as suds typically don't do that unless they're strippers, this is giving real love. Like it's... I just I hope they have just a, a happy, healthy like relationship and existence. I feel like Nishi Nash out of everybody deserves it. Like out of everybody living in this godforsaken world, every like I feel like she's one of those people that damn sure fucking deserves it. But y'all know, just like I know, they're lesbians. They're gonna be together for the next hundred and fifty years. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. The lesbians I know be no no no. They're but see, that's just it. They're older lesbians. You know, oh, the younger yeah, ones, yeah, they be yeah. running through the girls. But say, once they get 35, they settle down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <in> 50 days. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some older lesbians are wild. But at the same time, for the most part, when lesbians hit 35, they pretty much like the U-Haul is at the club. Whose babies am I taking care of? Like, Regardless of age. <laughs> Maybe like, oh yeah, we oh yeah, I'm picking you up here, pick your ass up in the U-Haul. Um, as the only person here who has ever dated a lesbian, I think I'm the one that can speak on it. <laughs> as a per as the only person here who has had lesbian friends since the age of 13, we have seen and experienced a lot. And that's what usually <laughs> happens. These girls get into relationships. They just like gay boys get into relationships. Oh yes, they move in hella fast. But they like, can maintain friendships throughout the years. They maintain. They still maintain a certain level of like respectable intimacy between the two, for the most part, between the two of them. So I just wish she has a happy, healthy relationship. Just I be think happy. She will. I don't her. think these. I think this might be the end for her. But if Niecy Nash, if you're ever available, so am I. Hey, hey, girl. Okay, what else is happening? <laughs> um, Jay Z just won his legal battle with Parlux Perfume. Um, he sued them in 2016, claiming, well, pause, they sued him in 2016, claiming that he failed to uphold his end of a promotional bargain for their collaborative cologne gold jay-z which i had never heard of before i read this story so i don't know where the fuck this shit was sold but here we are they said the whole deal was a disaster because he refused to do media and public appearances to promote the fragrance so they were suing jay-z for 18 million dollars in lost revenue well he won they ruled in his favor, and now the company owes him $4.5 million in royalties. 
And Jay-Z doesn't even seem like the cologne type. Like, no. I mean, there was like, the Rockaway cologne that I really liked. I would say like 10 years That's ago, at the height of, of that, I would have wanted yeah. to smell like Jay-Z. But at this age and at his age, I would not, <laughs> I would not want to. Like, I just feel like he can smell like Jacquard Noir. Like, why are we even playing games? Oh, no, no, no. He's rich. That nigga smells rich. You know he does. Like, there's a different... Rich, rich niggas just smell different. Like, it's just... It's a, di- it's a level of wealth that we never will understand. So they have a... Uh, there's a whole new fragrance level unlocked that we will never see. Well, con- I guess the congratulations is in order. I mean, it's not like he gonna notice that he just got that four point five million dollars. Like, no. what does that mean to him? He that's a vacation. I don't. He ain't gonna notice that shit ever even came. He probably gonna be like, "Oh damn, they paid that settlement." He ain't even gonna notice. Like, no, he got the paperwork saying it was settled. It was like, oh okay. It the went lawyers will know before he do because he definitely ain't gonna notice. So somebody asked Sharon Osbourne about Whoopi Goldberg being suspended because for nope. some reason they like to talk about talk to her, and all she said was "CBS sucks dick." I'm so sick of that woman. I'm good. I'm but sick. No, of- same. Also, why do y'all keep talking to her? Like she brings nothing to the conversation. CBS is not even where the view is on. Not at all. Like what are we <laughs> talking about? You fucking weirdo. Like it's. She's always going to say something that's outrageous, ridiculous, and click-worthy. That's it. Not yeah, to doubt her. I mean, she's been talented, like, made her way in the music industry at a time when women were, especially in the field that she was doing. So I'm going to always give her props and kudos for that. But at the same time, it doesn't change the fate. It doesn't change the fact that, like, lightweight bigotry. So I'm good. You, your is new face. lightweight? Also, just bigotry. Always different, but your hair never changes. Nope. Nope. She no. I, facts no. are facts, America. In the in the words of Monique Hart, I'm sorry, Mo Hart. Now, facts are facts, America. Yes, I forgot. There's been a couple of drag queen name changes because. We got Mo Hart now. It's Liv Lux. It's no longer Olivia Lux. It's Liv Lux now. We've had a couple of drag queen name changes in the you last know, week or so. People grow, you know, things change. They do. No, I love, I love the growth. I've, I, I mean, my Instagram feed is almost all drag queens. It's drag queens and cooking. Like it's, so it's like I eat and like drag queens. That's all that's on my <laughs> Instagram feed, with the exception of the occasional celebrity. It's people oh, who cook and drag queens. Yeah. In particular, Monique Mo Hart. There is a new show out on Out TV based yes. on the Black um, drag tour that was happening pre-pandemic called Nubia. Yeah. Um, it's Peppermint, Shea Kool Aid, Bob the Drag Queen. Mm-hmm. Monique Hart and one I had other to go and I couldn't I know they were actually supposed to come here too and it, of course the funny thing is is and they've said it and I knew it this Nubia tour kicked off and majority of the people that were there were white and when I saw Royal Oak Music Theater I was like oh this yeah. is gonna be all crowd. it was uh, in Brooklyn it was at um 
the the show was supposed to happen at the King's Theater in Brooklyn, and I knew it was gonna be all white people there. I already knew what it was. Like it's the King's fucking theater. The last person who I had tickets to see at the King's Theater was fucking Paramore. So I knew what the audience was gonna be like. You went to never mind. What else is happening? I all right. (laughs) No, because I can't just say that and then like just let that shit ride, right? So (laughs) I did not buy tickets to see Paramore. That is not what happened. Someone I knew had tickets to see Paramore. Their date fell through. They asked me to go. I agreed, but then I couldn't make it because it is in Brooklyn and I have a regular job. Okay, yeah. So I did not go see Paramore, but I did agree to go see Paramore. I mean, King's Theater is far for me and I live in Brooklyn. Yeah, like (laughs) it's not, it's far and it's like, I have a regular, I'm never going to make it in time to see this show. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco was just there and I didn't go see him for the same fucking reason. Like, like I'm not going to make it on like a Wednesday. Like this shit's just not going to happen. You niggas need to learn to put this shit on YouTube. I mean, I've thing. seen, I've seen Lupe Fiasco like nine times. I didn't really need to go again. I've seen him twice on this current tour. I didn't need to go again. It wasn't necessary, so it was fine. Uh Uh-uh. I mean, once on Zoom, once in real life, on the tour that he's on right now, so. I forgot you went to that Zoom concert. I did, and I had my Zoom meeting with Lupe Fiasco, which was still one of the best moments of my life. (laughs) I mean, he wasn't in front. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so Sweetie did an interview. And they asked her, why did she cut all her hair off? Because y'all know, sis is bald now. I she didn't know. Said, oh, oh, you didn't it? know that? Yeah, yeah, mama's bald. She wears wigs sometimes for appearances and stuff like that. But she cut all her hair off. And she said the reason is because after her very public breakup and all of that, she was having a bunch, she was having severe like mental health issues and having breakdowns. And she was like, your hair holds energy. So cut it all off to kind of get a fresh start. I agree with her. Your hair does hold energy. And that's why I cut my hair off pretty regularly usually at the beginning of the year especially if it's been a rough year the year before just to yeah, kind of start fresh but yeah mm-hmm. you start fresh you feel lighter you really do i know she's still i know she still look pretty i know she looks honestly i know she looks even prettier with a ball when i head. tell you i live for sweetie bald she yeah, no, looks she gorgeous if well, only we can get her to stop eating a McDonald's the way that she looks. I've just decided she's going to eat that. like an inmate and it is what it is. I She's going to eat like she lived on cell block five and it just is what it is. Like It was always one girl in high school that ate just like that. She probably watched anime. She probably, she probably like... She was Don't put like, that on us. 
not <laughs> to say that eventually they become like in high school they are seen as outcasts but in, eventually they become one of the better people that you know as adults but she does remind yeah. me of that one girl or two girls in high school who was like oh like in high like high school mentality mm, they're a little different but it's something about them right mm-hmm. that's, that's what she gives me that's what she gives me it's like she different but she's cool like well shout I mean, out to her for making a big chop like sis is bald like her head look like y'all's like oh, sis is bald is the birth of latrice royale yeah she is bald <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine because she looks amazing because one thing that's not gonna be happening over there her face card is never gonna decline no ever never not ever so so this Tory Lanez trial is still happening yeah kind of forgot it was a thing until they had that whole back and forth over Instagram and Twitter like last week or whatever which I'm not getting into because I don't really give a fuck because it's like I just want a court to tell me if this nigga actually shot her or not I don't really care about y'all going back and forth and having beef about this but the LA district attorney's office said that the charges against Tory Lanez can be proven beyond a reasonable doubt they believe they have evidence that substantially supports the charges and allegations. Now, I will say this, as the DA office, they kind of always have to say that, but also still, I do think he shot her. Yeah. I think it was a weird lover's quarrel because I don't know why they ever dated, but I think it was a weird lover's quarrel that blew up because everybody was intoxicated. Even they weren't dating, they were clearly fucking because you don't have this type of energy for somebody you not fucking. There's some kind of, some level of interest there. There was the some level of intimacy here. I think everybody was drinking and shit got out of hand. I But I do think he shot her. It is what it is. Like, I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what y'all got to say. I, I know it's a Megan hate train and y'all just swear she be lying about everything and everybody, but I mean, he shot her. It is what it is. We saw the bitch limping. We saw her fucking heel, like, leaking blood. We saw the fucking hole in her heel. We Like, he shot her. It is what it is. Like, yeah. We also experienced her trying to lie and cover up for his stupid ass when she didn't have to do it. When she didn't have to, because she didn't immediately press charges. Like, exactly. But she, and she, it wasn't until he came out and was running his mouth that she ever said anything about it. Yep. So he can go, it's time for him to be deported. Give him and that bald and sad, pathetic, lowly ass hairline, a first class ticket back to hell. So people are mad at Instagram, as per usual. But Kendall Jenner posted a nude photo on Instagram. Okay. Like you can see all of mama's parts. And... Matter of fact, as we talk about this, I'm actually about to check to see if it's still up. And people were like, why is her post still up when all of our posts get pulled down? Somebody shared it in their story and it was pulled. I'm looking at her Instagram now. It looks like the post was taken down. The original nude photo, it is gone now. It's not there anymore. 
But people were like, what the fuck? Like, how could she post her and Lisa Renna post all these new photos, but everybody else shit gets snatched? And so Instagram is not answering clearly. I was gonna say every time Britney posts, now Britney be out here. Britney be using her emojis. She yeah, be covering she the things. Sometimes she'll do she just uh, posted some nudes recently. She did. With her sometimes cupcake. she'll do like one of these where she'll like Mm-hmm. Use her hands to cover it up she and loves then, to push her titties up to her chin it's very weird she loves doing that but have you noticed sometimes she'll post the same picture like two or three times in the day but the second yeah. or third time she posted she'll be like i'm sorry i had to take this you gotta say it in her accent right like sorry i had to take this down y'all like they mm-hmm. made you, take it down. <laughs> you know yeah. so they be doing it to her too that's because that lady is unhinged that's why she's posting that shit Somebody posted something that I kind of agree with. They were just like, before you judge Britney Spears, remember that she's a 40-year-old white woman from Louisiana. Like exactly. This, this is the this, she would be doing this. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> a 40-year-old white woman from Louisiana who has not been allowed to do anything for the last like 14 years. Like she was on this trajectory regardless. Like <laughs> because Britney stayed naked even in her prime. <laughs> like this is where we were at it. As long as mama kept that body, she was not going to keep no clothes on. Um, I mean, Saucy Santana is nominated for an NAACP Image Award. Oh, that's good for him. Okay, work. Is it the walk? <laughs> He did a couple of shows here in New York. I remember what it's for. I really don't know, but... Did you go here? No, you didn't go. I didn't go, but, like, he was all over, like, TikTok and everything because he was at Fashion Week, and he's been doing shows here. Like, he's been been popping up at a lot of, like, the smaller clubs, like, working his way up. We're not not at Madison Madison Square Garden yet, but we are headed there. And and I, I love that for him. Like I, mm-hmm. I love that. I love Saucy Santana, I have to say. I love how it took two years for Material Girl to kick off. Which I'm kind of yeah. mad about that. That should have hit like right away. I, I'm mad that I only figured that out because it was trending now. But I was just like, this is a hit. Like, yeah. But clubs weren't open two years ago, so it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, Exactly, because if we were in the club, we would have heard the shit. I mean, granted, I heard it because I was just listening to it at home, but it would have popped in a different way if we was in the clubs. Yeah, you got to give Sauce Pot her due. She out here doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people doing things, Tyler period and put the, the wig back on. Yeah. <laughs> Madea's Homecoming is currently number one on Netflix. As of four days ago, it is the number one movie on Netflix, and he's very, very proud of it. And I am really, really never going to watch this. But I'm not. here we are. The wig looks better, though, in the, the, the trailer I saw. That's one thing about Medea is like Medea has always had a good wig. It's just that like everybody else everybody has else didn't. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I honestly cannot remember under what circumstances I had to watch one of the more recent Medea mo- movies. Now the first couple, we we're like 20 years 
close to 20 years out from like Diary of a Mad Black Woman and stuff like yeah. that. Some of those movies are problematic, yeah. but they have aged. Some. Kind of like, <laughs> I mean, they're all problematic, but I, I, I mean, they have, they have honestly aged well. Like they, there, there's it's like they, yes, they. But these, the recent Medea movies, you can tell they've fallen off somewhat. They don't have like you. First of all, if you if you look at the trajectory of Tyler Perry's movies, he's gotten more money and become more prolific. But the number of like actual like a list worse. stars and whatnot that show up in his movies has decreased over time. Yeah. The movies have so, like, gotten worse as he's gotten. They've gotten worse. The quality has gotten worse. The filming has gotten worse. Like I, the, this one that I watched, I think it was like Medea goes to a funeral or something like that. I felt like I was watching like a TV show on like on like one of those like like a bounce network TV show. Like what <laughs> that's how that's what the quality it was, like the the film, the acting, the the plot, the dialogue versus like diary of a mad black woman. You know, Kimberly Kimberly Elise, she was acting in that movie. Yeah. She gave you a performance. Tyler was giving you dialogue and script might have been like i said it's not without his problems but those first couple of movies like the the girls were acting in them and like that's why i can't watch this most recent one because i'm like is nobody in here i recognize it looks cheap it looks like it it looks like you are getting it's like dollar it's like dollar store quality it's just like it may Mm -hmm. serve its purpose you may turn a profit off of it but it's not going to last very long so it's a turn and burn movie I don't think I've seen a Medea movie, like a, a Medea feature movie since I Can Do Bad All By Myself. I think the last one I, that's the last one I saw. The last one I actively wanted to see was the one with Bow Wow and Tiana Taylor in a couple oh, of <laughs> I, saw I can't say that I ever saw that whole movie. That's I know I've seen pieces because I only like to watch Tiana Taylor scenes. Bye, Rain. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I saw. I, first of all, I've never seen any of his movies in the theater, but like that's the one that's like as soon as it hit like, the cable network I I, for color girls in theaters. But I've never seen a Medea movie and take that back. I saw I Can Do Bad All By Myself in theaters because we were at the theater and the movie we wanted to see was sold out. So we saw that one. I didn't even know that was a movie. I only saw the full <laughs> version of that. It's a, no, because it stars Taraji P. Henson. The thing you got to also remember about Tyler Perry movies is it's just like he puts people together that like would normally not be together, but it's like it's, it's, it's just, it's just yeah. enough that you like Everything draw these different watch. audiences to like one movie. Yeah. So I can do bad all my all by myself. Had Taraji P Henson, Mary Was it Mary J. Blige, Blige in it, yeah, and Gladys Knight, and it's just like you mm-hmm. can't help but not see. Like I need like to you're see gonna Gladys go see Knight. this movie. <laughs> I need to see these three people like i need to see why they're talking to each other. Like yeah. I I have to see this movie. Like. <laughs> Same thing with um uh the one with Kathy Bates in it. It's just like now why and is Kathy Bates no in because it? the guy from um oh my god the detective from CSI Miami was also in I can do bad by myself oh yeah the Latin yes, guy which I cannot remember his name but he was in that movie too and he was like her love interest he did not have on a bad wig 
but he was her love interest in that movie. It was like these people together make no sense. So mm-hmm. I had to watch it. Same, the Family That Prays. That's the name of it. So that has the like wildest, that, that is the wildest combination of people because you have it is. It's a good movie. Taraji P. Henson, Kathy Bates, Alfre Woodard. Um, Tanan Lathan was in it. Alfre Woodard yes. and Kathy Bates make sense of being in something together. And I'm actually glad that they were finally in something together. I just wish it wasn't that. I like, I like that movie. I like I that movie. It. It, I watched it a lot. I enjoyed that movie. If you take the scenes with just Kathy Bates and Alfre Woodard in a different it, of course. writer, like did something different, that would have been a movie. That would have been like Oscar. Yeah, it's yeah, because you're talking like, about people who absolutely positively know and understand their craft and also have the capability to take whatever role it is and bring themselves to it. The rest that of that movie, though, that a, was like that movie had enough movie. quality actors that it was enjoyable. It wasn't a bunch of stage actors and like one person who does movies. This had enough people who do movies and know how to act for movies that it was an enjoyable movie. It's not that like Madea Family Reunion where they had like Glenn Whitfield and everybody else was in stage plays. They just yelling <laughs> the whole damn time. Uh, no, they also had Jennifer Lewis in there too. Yeah, don't yeah. was she? I don't remember yeah. that movie. I think I seen it and, once. I didn't remember Jennifer Palmer was in that one too. Palmer, that I think that was the last one I saw. I am gonna watch it. I saw that movie one time. I literally only remember Lynn Whitfield because I only remember the scene where her and her daughter are in the bathroom and her daughter is talking about how she used to like clean her up so that that man could rape her. That's the only scene I remember. Yeah, that's why if I'm gonna watch a Tyler Perry movie, I'd rather stick to Medea does insert. Cause it's like, <laughs> so the thing about like that particular Lynn Winfield in that movie, she overacts a little bit. And at this point, like 10, 15 years out from when that movie was first released. It's a very traumatic situation that she's talking about, but the way she acts in it is very camp. Like it is- Exactly. It's aged from like something trying to be serious to being like, oh, Lynn, this is camp. This This is high camp. It did not intend to be camp, but it is now. Yeah, like, she, cause she was stage acting in a movie. So it's like, yes, on stage, you act for the back row. In a movie, you don't have to, it comes off weird. So it's like this very serious and traumatic moment just became funny because of the way she was delivering the lines. That's up also up to the, the director too, who was Tyler Perry. Hmm. Well, that's the thing. That's my that's my conspiracy is that that Tyler is of the queer community where he falls on the spectrum. I do not know. I won't speculate, but it takes a certain kind of eye and already started. You did. You did. You already started speculating. It takes it like so the other common thing about all Tyler Perry movies, there's two things I noticed. One, they all take their inspirations from soap operas like you can tell. The, They're the very and stuff, the fashions, all of that. Tyler clearly is a girl that watched just like me, watched either Young and the Restless or Days of Our Lives, something like that growing up. Very Tyler much like the is a Dallas girl. Pro- Dallas, 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 like he girl. is from that era. Like he is from that era. The other the other thing is like every Tyler Perry movie, the 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 earlier ones up until like until they start falling off, they always got like some diva in it. Like Lynn Winfield, Cicely Tyson, like all these like 
like campy, like over the top, Jennifer Lewis, like they, there's always like one of those girls that's going to be chewing up every line for no reason in each oh. of these Speaking of Cicely Tyson, she's supposed to be doing an NPR Tiny Desk coming up soon. Cicely Tyson ain't doing Cicely Tyson. Not, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Shirley Caesar. Wrong I, person. I'm like, <laughs> mama ain't doing shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wrong person. Shirley Caesar. Never mind. So not applicable. I, I always mix Cicely Tyson. Up <laughs> I always hear it. Um... What else is it? Oh, I I don't think we talked about this last episode because I feel like it happened just after. But Benzino talking out the side of his no neck fucked up his daughter's collaboration with Nicki Minaj. So I heard about that. So Benzino was on Clubhouse, which I didn't even know was still a thing. Yeah, and. He starts talking about Coilerae. I think that's how you say her name. I've never heard anybody oh, say her, her. So I'm okay. assuming that that's how you say it, but somebody will correct me. But was talking about Coilerae and the fact that she has a collaboration coming out with Nicki Minaj and they're like, oh my God, you're giving us an explosive. Da, 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 da. It's like, first of all, Benzino, go sit down. Secondly, why are we still on Clubhouse? What's happening here? But it's so... It's all that. And then Coyle Ray comes back and she's like, well, I had to tell my dad it's time for him to just sit down. Like, he's an OG, but you need to sit down. Blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Then Nikki promptly was like, I don't have a collaboration coming out with nobody. I'm fucking out talking about I'm doing me. So then Coyle Ray then tweeted, she's like, it's always the devil trying to take me down. And I'm like, now it's your big mouth ass daddy. That's what just happened. Yeah. Because he I mean, brought, I mean, because I, the thing is, we know Nicki Minaj does kind of live for Coyle Ray. Like, she goes out of her way to send her, like, uplifting messages because a lot of people are kind of shitty to that girl. But it's very clear that if this was happening, nobody was supposed to talk about it and then hit this nigga go, running his fucking mouth. <laughs> Well, I will say this. Um, I don't know that because I don't know who this corduroy girl is, but I would say Benzino always is saying something stupid. That is been called, Don't call her corduroy. <laughs> I don't know who this child is. Now, I will say... The extension cord. I ain't never met that lady a day in my life. I have no idea who she is. No disrespect. I've just never heard of you, my love. I've heard her music. It is not for me. Do I think she's talented? Yes. But she also sounds like a chipmunk. Therefore, I cannot listen to her that long. Oh, can't do it. No. I don't know what. She made that song. Her and Roland Ray was beefing because she made that big purse song. And Roland Ray was like, that's my shit. And there was a whole bunch of bullshit behind that. But I think that she's incredibly talented. I think that she gets a lot of shit on the internet that's not deserved. She has a song with Justin Bieber that I actually kind of like. Um, I just can't listen to her because she sounds like chipmunk to me. Fair. So. Well, I say this, corduroy, cordless phone, I wish you nothing but the best in this life and in this world. I mean, Benzino is your daddy. You already had the worst. Now. But again, Benzino is your daddy. You already had the worst. Yep, and Althea is your stepmama. Good luck. Not no more. 
They're not married no more. Well, God bless, because that was a mess. Didn't he have her arrested or something? Yeah. I don't. Were they even married for real? That this always felt very Stevie oh, J and Jocelyn to me. They know they got married for real. I know they're not together no more because when she was on the Yala Fix My Life, they weren't together. No, they were still together. They had like broke up shortly after that's part of why she left. And also because they wouldn't let her post on Instagram. No, girl, they didn't break up. If they broke up, it was fairly recently because it was just a little while ago that she got arrested for a second time for domestic violence. I can't keep up with these two, mostly because I don't give a fuck. But last I saw, they weren't together. Posted it. One of those reality Instagram blogs that I follow posted it. I was like, fuck. Mm. Yeah, well, my, good I don't know the timeline on their relationship because I didn't even, honestly, didn't even really register that they were actually together until after Stevie J and Jocelyn went on that coke fuel violent rampage. Yeah, season three, yeah. Yeah, so it's, I don't care. I don't care. I've, I haven't cared what Benzino's been doing for a long time. Speaking of him, he's also still trying to make Eminem fight him. He's still out here trying to beef with Eminem. Which I'm kind of like. Needs to go on a to try and find his neck and some self-respect. God bless you, Cordelia. I wish you nothing but love. My thing is, like, let Eminem sell his spaghetti and leave him alone. Like, I just don't. He not thinking about you. We not thinking about you. Like, just go away. Just go find you something to do. You did what you, I used to read the source. I, I liked the source at a point in time. You did, you made your mark, you did what you had to do. Just go sit down. Please. Is Eminem still doing the spaghetti? He yeah, is. He has that, that truck, the food truck, the spaghetti truck or whatever. No, it's not a food truck. It's actually in Little Caesars Arena. Oh, is it? I thought it was a food truck. He might have a truck as well, but it's also in Little Caesars Arena. I just remember him saying that they were selling it in LA at the Super Bowl. I thought oh, it was yeah. a truck the whole time. I did no, not know. this is an actual like Monday. I think it's open uh, almost every day. So mm. the way they were talking about it, like it's like it was the best thing. Like it's spaghetti. Like it's spaghetti. That's <laughs> my whole thing. Like I'm, I'm not running to get spaghetti. It's fucking I have spaghetti. spaghetti for dinner tonight, and I got leftovers. And there's nothing you can do with spaghetti to make it taste however you want it to taste like i just anyway <laughs> what else is happening what else is happening i have something i wanted to talk about um um wait come back to me <laughs> uh, 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 uh did y'all hear about delicious Oh yeah, I saw that okay, I was kind of thinking about that too. She whatever she did. I, what is Delicious even doing with her life right now? I think she's still in media in some aspects. I mean, I don't know if she's still doing radio or what. I don't know if she's doing that. Atlanta. I don't I don't think she's doing that. I didn't even know she got married again. Um she got married to what's his Raymond Santana. She got married to him shortly after he got out. Mm -hmm. I think it was maybe like a year or two after he got out. 
Um, I looked up and Nika's was tracking Delicious, and I was like, what the fuck did Delicious do? She just be minding her fucking business. The only thing that I would drag Delicious for is not being a part of a reboot of D Party. That's it. She wouldn't do another Detroit-based dance show? All about it. Um, but apparently they're like, oh, now she she done ran through this man's settlement money. Now she's divorcing him, X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, just let that lady live. Maybe they didn't have a very healthy relationship. Like, like majority of you niggas who are commenting on this poor woman and the fuck shit she's having to deal with. Like, ask yourselves, could this be a possibility? And the answer is yes, more than fucking likely. So thoughts and prayers go out to Delicious in the whole Delish what, clan. She's oh, got two divorce. daughters. Her divorce. Twelve. The both her daughters are like in their teens and early twenties. I want to say both her. She daughters. has two daughters. She got kids. Yeah, she got two daughters. I knew she had one. I didn't know she had a second one. She had a second one with the guy that was a scammer. I think. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on it. I the one that went to jail. I didn't know she was with nobody that went to jail. I don't, I don't know really anything about her. Until, no, she, until she married the guy that she's currently getting divorced from, I hadn't really kept up with her since Flavor of Love, so I didn't know nothing about any of that. Yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to Delicious and leave that lady alone. Let her be. I just... I... I know a lot of people are calling her a gold digger and saying that she's divorcing him because that settlement money ran out or whatever, whatever. I will say it is very hard to be with somebody who has that level of trauma, especially when the trauma is really the defining part of their existence. And I think until you deal with somebody like that, you probably shouldn't talk about what's going on over there. I feel like this woman says she was with a man that was a narcissist and her relationship is ending because of it. If you're not in a happy relationship, let it go, regardless of whatever. No, very true. But also she said, because she did also say he has childhood traumas that I couldn't help him get past she's well, like i didn't leave him he left me <laughs> he left her yeah Damn. she said i didn't leave him he, he left, left him. us he All filed right. for divorce Damn. and All then right. one of her friends who i mean she says it's her friend i'm gonna go with what she say i don't know their relationship but he posted a video of him and her together of the guy and delicious together not her husband and he said it was so hard to watch you being consistently mistreated all this time and blah 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 it was like husbands come and go but side niggas are forever (laughs) that's what he said (laughs) once again facts are facts america that's what he said he said husbands come and go but side niggas are forever you know and that. she said, oh, I needed this laugh from my childhood friend. I was like, oh, they fucking. Because why you have to say all that? When you say too many words, bitch, you're lying. They're fucking. And that's fine. Get your dick wherever you get it at. <laughs> I don't care about that. 
Let me just point this out really quickly. There was somebody, there's been a few tweets very recently because this seems to be happening a lot. Um, It's one thing to be a husband and it's one thing to be a side, but when the obituary happens, when one of those people die, you don't want to be listed in the obituary as a special friend or a loyal companion. Or a loyal companion. (laughs) But also, you also want to make sure that, like, when somebody dies and you've been like, okay, a side, a side dude might be forever, but a side dude or a side or a side chick do not get benefits when that person dies. You so right. You right. there's no such thing as forever when the insurance payout happens. When the insurance payout. <laughs> yes, you are correct. Um. What else do I want to talk about? Most of this shit is stupid. Oh, Queen Elizabeth is back on Zoom after her COVID scare. I think that's a virtual... <laughs> you think that's, it's a hologram? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's the word I was looking for. Yes, that's that's one of them... Um, what, what You know, that thing they're doing with Winnie Houston now and Tupac where like, they on tour. Can we they- not... <laughs> not doing a Whitney Houston. Like I'm not. I'm who the fuck I is about to pay for a Vegas residency for a Whitney Houston hologram. Like what type of bullshit is this? Like who's doing this? I I unfortunately know at least one person that might do that. Like might even consider it. But if I know one person that's thinking about it, then that means there's a whole bunch. Of people no, here. people are definitely gonna do it, but it's really <laughs> fucking stupid. Like, there are people that are going to pay to go see a Whitney Houston hologram at a Vegas residency. I'm just saying it's really fucking dumb. And also, those holograms creep me the fuck out. <laughs> I, guess. I would I would pay for it if, if I had the disposable income to do such a thing. I would pay for it just to see, <laughs> just to say I said it. <laughs> but see, if I had... But see, that's the thing. If I'm going to create a hologram of a dead nigga, they're going to be doing something other than just standing on stage. Like, we about to have holograms of the bodyguard. We about to do the whole fucking movie in, like, 3D hologram version. Like, if it's, if we're going to do holograms, like, we need to, we need to put on, like, a Pink Floyd laser light show. We're doing a show. Like, it's not about to just be. Experience, not just the hologram standing there bopping around. Hologram standing on stage, fake bopping around to music that they can't hear. They tried that, which I'm glad that, I'm glad the the boondocks is not coming back. Yeah. One, we got too much going on. But two, they were going to try using um, a deep fake of John Witherspoon's voice to create the series, which would have been disgusting and creepy for the family. It would have been very weird. The son, like, actually auditioned for the role and did not get it. Yeah. Like, if we're going to be doing these things, we have to, like, one thing, honestly think ethically about it, consciously, and, like, really put on a good show and a, a real like full experience and also too while i'm here with this whitney houston thing you know there ain't nothing but her sister her sister-in-law and that family that same family that put the damn cameras in bobby christina's face a year before she died which was like two months after her mother died yeah (laughs) the ethics around this is both questionable but i'd still see it the ethics around everything related to whitney has been questionable, honestly. Yeah, but no shade. I, I still see it. 
No, I'm not going to that. That shit freaks me out. I don't like it. I want to see Janet Jackson watching a hologram of herself performing. No. Why would I want? No. What? Yeah. Give me that. That's the new tribute. Give me that. I mean, you tribute, I mean, right? yes, if Jen is there in the audience with the hologram, that's not as creepy as like hologram of this person who I know is dead. That's weird and kind of freaky. Nah, I don't like all that. Um, who was, oh, so people are mad at Laverne Cox. What's she do now? Some award show just happened. Don't know which awards, I think. Was it? I don't know which one. It was an award show. Which awards? They were talking about the image awards this year, like it was the Oscars. I'm like, they weren't they? They were, and I was very confused. (laughs) I was like, what? Nobody ever talks about the image awards. The the recent, you know how like in the last couple of years, or like people are just like, if I don't get out. If I don't get if I if a black actor or a black creative does not get and I appreciate the sentiment right it's like if you don't get nominated for an Oscar or any of the major awards the Image Awards will always have your back mm-hmm. and then it's yeah. been this big push with all the talk about like diversity and inclusion and things like that which is valid it's very valid that award shows like the Image Awards should be more appreciated yeah true but. Uh, as someone who like actively watched the Image Awards from like like ninety twos or like whatever, it's, they be giving away some awards for some bullshit, and that's why people and that's the real. That's reason. why I'm like it's still the Image Awards, right? Like, it's just like mm-hmm. y'all be including the like any like anybody black, right? But yes, just it's very much the participation mean, awards for Negroes. That's very much what it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And it's just like some of the performances that have been awarded over the years don't make a whole lot of sense. And maybe that's why it's kind of like this unspoken thing where people don't hold the image awards in the same regard as like the Oscars and stuff like that. But with the shift in like with people talking about like all things black and rooting for everybody black, now the image awards has this like new appreciation. So all uh, this past month, people was talking about it like it's, it was on the same level in the Oscars. And I'm still thinking it's like this, it's the Image Awards. <laughs> exactly. It's the fucking Image Awards. Yeah. But Laverne Cox was there on the red carpet, apparently. Like she was working a red carpet. And Will and Jada walked up to her and they look fantastic. Let's start there. They both looked amazing. And she was talking to Will and Jada and it was clear somebody was telling her it was time to wrap this interview, whatever, whatever. And she said something like, well, we look forward to more from you guys, more entanglements. And then they all started laughing, right? Okay. They laughing. Jada's like, no, no, no more entanglements. Like everybody's just cackling about it. So Vivica Fox, went on that show that she does with Claudia Jordan and Lisa Ray. That show I have still never seen a full episode of. I can't even call the name of it. It's like not the talk, not the real. It's out. I call it the, it's the bitter bitch brigade that's laced with people. (laughs) That's what I call it. Because it really is. It's a bunch of bitter women who are bigots. Let me tell you the name of it. Keep going. I'm going to figure out the name of it. But she was, (laughs) Vivica Fox was on that show talking 
about how she thought Laverne Cox was out of line and blah, blah, blah. So cocktails of queens. That's what it's called. That, that was a that is a terrible name. That is a terrible okay. name. That's why I can't <laughs> Oh, what more do you expect? Name is awful. But anyway, so Claudia Jordan asks, what did Laverne Cox say? Vivica Fox then says, Laverne says, and Jada, there's no more entanglements for you, right? And I was like, that's not what was said. Like literally at all. Like yeah. she, she said, I look to hear more from you guys and more entanglements because she had also said how much she liked Red Table Talk. So it makes sense that the next thing would be talking about entanglements because yeah, tongue in cheek. It was meant it's to be literally a running joke at this point. Even Will has made it a joke. It's a running joke at this point. I understand just because like Vivica's relationship with Jada Pink is fifth, like they have that like yeah, like it's different and it's like sisterly and you're looking out for your sister. Being mad about it, but it's also a thing that like there that didn't even need to be really necessary a discussion point. Like she could have just laughed and been like, "Well, she tried it and moved on." She that was it. But that it was so. Then Laverne Cox then released another video in response to the clip from that show in which she said i didn't i just made a joke that everybody was making this is the first time that we've seen them really in person since all of that so it makes sense that people gonna make these type of jokes but if the smiths want an apology from me i will give them an apology but i'm not apologizing because vivica fox said i should no Vivica, Vivica Fox is Vivica Fox. And I think at this point in time, like, I think all of us have realized that Vivica just says and does repeatedly stupid things, especially over the past 10 years. Yeah. Not in, I still want her and I still want her in whatever Kill Bill 3 bullshit is going to happen. Oh, no, I still love her. Daughter. But at the same time, Vivica just, just. But you know what? She's doing what we doing, sitting on a fucking Zoom call just with a better background. That's exactly what she... But see, to me, like, I love Vivica Fox. I love Lisa Ray, right? Adore these two women. Like, I love them. I but I love. also really think that both of them have a code of conduct for everyone else that they don't apply to themselves. Yep. And that's Lisa part Ray of what all this is about. Especially Lisa Ray is the most like stone thrown in a glass house Ooh. type of girl. Like how? Like mm-hmm. I yeah. <laughs> Speaking I was, of Lisa Ray, the brat just got married. Her wedding yeah, just here. happened. It was very, very cute. She looked amazing. Yeah, no, that's all good. Was Lisa right there? She was in the wedding. She was a bridesmaid. Okay. I was like, no, Brad, Brad is going to look good. Judy's going to look good. Most so importantly, Lisa Ray. In my opinion, Brad looked better than Judy personally. Brad is a, the Brad is He's a gorgeous baddie. Like, I don't crazy. think people genuinely understand just how beautiful no. Brad is, but they don't. her dress. I'm going to say, it's like, damn, Brad, 
Why are yeah. you doing that for one? I don't even remember Judy's dress. I just remember Brad's dress. Her dress was everything. I I forgot, but like we were talking about this at work in terms of like the the day the wedding happened or the day that the photos came out, something big was happening in the news, either like Ukraine. It was Ukraine. Ukraine. Something had it was either that or it like was somebody Ukraine had, because that was my distraction from Ukraine. I was gonna say if that had not happened, it would have gotten like wider exposure. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But like something like something major was happening in the world. Yeah, it was otherwise crazy. like we everybody would have been talking about it, but because it was just, February 22nd. So of course it was Ukraine was heating up and because literally that was my escape from Ukraine. I was I just couldn't. I couldn't just, take it anymore. They, their YouTube, that YouTube, that We TV show is gonna come back about them, and I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna watch it. I haven't watched that show. It's cute. I've seen, really I've cute. seen clips. The brat be, you get to see the brat be vulnerable in a way that you've never really gotten her to see before, especially when she's talking about like, yo, my finances are fucked up. This is why I was putting the wedding off because I don't want you to have to have to have to inherit mm-hmm. or deal this and to see her like really open up to judy in that way after like well why are you why are you why are you she's like all right so this is what it is it was it's refreshing and you can see that clip multiple layers of the brat just yeah. throughout the whole series as being a person and it's it's just really nice it's really yeah. nice and they really do love the fuck out of each other so i, I wish them the best yeah I, I did see that clip, but I also, in seeing these couple of clips from that show, it made me realize that as long as the Brett has been a feature in our lives, we don't know shit about her. No, as it should be. And yeah, no, I agree. This is great that we don't know. But the, the most we know is that she went to jail. Like, we don't really know nothing about her. And it's kind of insane when you think about how celebrities operate now. It's weird that we don't know shit about her. I think it's probably because she's a female rapper, too. It's just, like, historically, we never looked beyond, like, the image, right? Yeah. Like, of, of a female. Like, we don't get invested in their personal lives like that. And that, I mean, it's, it's, it's clearly misogynistic, right? Like, we know everything about a dude. We know about, like, everything they, they do in their own lives and, and everything like that. But we just aren't invested in at, at the time when, when she was coming up alongside the other female rappers. Like, we know Lil' Kim. She's fashion. We know Foxy Brown. She's fashion. You know, we know Queen Latifah. Like, she's female empowerment. But, like, their personal lives, their like what they like to eat, like where they're from and stuff like that. I didn't know DeBrat was from Chicago. I thought she was from Atlanta. And then I didn't realize so I was much older that she was from Chicago. Like I just assumed I she was I only knew that because I knew her and Lisa Ray were sisters. Exactly. And we didn't find that out until like much until later. They right? were both like actually working. Yeah. yeah. And because I listened to Twister a lot when I was younger, that's another way I knew that the brat was from Chicago because there's very, very early songs um, uh, like of the brat where Twister is either featured or clearly the influence, so. Yeah, shout out to her. I'm glad she's like, I, I just want her to be happy because she deserves it. She, it's been a lot. She does. It's, it's been a lot. Um, so I guess the last story 
of the the evening of the night of today is that so some random person on Twitter who I could not find their username. So I apologize if you hear this and I do not credit you. I could not find your username. But they tweeted how <laughs> Diddy was over there running a musical concentration camp. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need a tweet to know that. We've we seen didn't. And here we are. And this person also tweeted a clip from making the band where he brought in those new niggas to sing and made them do that weird single off. And it was that dude doing that very bad cover of Gone by NSYNC against a guy who was already in the house. And also tweeted the clip of making them walk to Junior's for cheesecake. Yeah. So since this tweet has gone viral, because again, we all knew what's what, like we, we knew that was a prison game over there. You had to tell us that. We knew, but either way, since this tweet is going viral, the really cute one from day 26, don't remember his name, light skin, tall, kind he's done shit after. The one his name is Willie. Wide eyes, or are you talking about, oh, Willie, the one that was on Love and Hip Hop. Yes, him. That's his name. Okay. So he tweeted about how or either tweeted or commented on Instagram. I don't know. Somewhere he replied to this, this tweet about how they weren't set up for success. And the whole point was to make the show, not to really make a group and this, that, and the third. So then you had Fred from the original, from the first version of Make, not the original, because the original was Old Town, but the original MTV making the band. Yeah, the band. The band, he talked about how, you know, it was, he, he talked about how after their success, they, he had a lot of suicidal thoughts because he felt like Diddy snatched the shit away from them because they wouldn't kiss his ass. And he just randomly disbanded the group with no real notice to them. They just didn't have a deal anymore. And he talked about like how this really affected his mental health. He was crying on his Instagram, which is as a black man, something you don't see very often, but it's, he's kind of, boy, and you're kind of starting to see more and more of these. These are the first two this week out, but I think over the next week, more and more people are going to come and talk about how this has affected them. I know Babs has talked about it once before how she, she kind of felt it. like this was fucked up so has sarah yeah sarah is actually we're gonna move on from sarah because i think sarah still lives here and i got two months and that bitch do pull up oh okay. i'm not it's nothing <laughs> derogatory <laughs> about sarah nothing no, you, about her at all it's just outside throwing rocks at your window talking about come on bitch but again, yeah, it's not derogatory towards uh, Sarah. It's just the fact that Diddy fucked over all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Miss, miss. Yeah. Whatever happened to Dylon, 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 Dylon? I don't know. So, okay. I literally have no idea what happened to Dylon. Like, he just disappeared. I did no, hear no, no, he got no. deported. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. I did hear that he got deported, but I don't know how true that is. <laughs> I don't know. I literally do not know what happened to this man. I 
But this nigga got deported. It was about five years ago that I heard that he got deported. I cannot say if that's true or not because I don't know. He just disappeared. Bless it fucking be. I'm sure somebody on YouTube has done a deep dive into him, his history, where he's at now and what he's doing. I'm sure they have. And if I cared enough, I could look it up and find it. I just don't really give a flying fuck. I'll do that tonight in my own personal time. And how y'all feel this next week? How's everybody's week going, Aaron? How you doing? I'm good. I'm gonna leave this episode with a word of advice, and I'm talking directly to Black people in their 30s and early 40s. No Um, nigga, say (laughs) name. Huh? Name names. I'm not gonna name a name. Um. Family planning, estate planning, estate planning. Please do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Please do it. Please do it with your parents or the older person in your life. Because last episode, I mentioned that um, it was either last episode or, or two episodes ago. I mentioned that I had a uh, cousin, my mother's age, pass away, and now her mm-hmm. niece. Uh, the funeral is coming up. Um, her niece, who is my age, our age uh is in the midst of doing all of the funeral planning estate planning doing this doing this doing doing all the like paperwork and stuff like that that was not taken care of um beforehand and um that's something that she has to deal with uh very recently uh, someone very close to me um his mother passed away um in her sleep very young uh, way too young for anybody to be dying, but you know, as I told them, I said, you know, no one knows the day or the hour and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but same situation, it's like I see it coming. It's just like there's no will. There's no. Um, I asked, like, how did she want to be handled? You know, in this event, like, does she want to be buried? Does she want to be cremated? So on and so forth. Like all, all these types of things that like you might talk about or just kind of like casually mention, but are not written down in a formal document. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is something that like, you know, two people who are close to me in my circle uh, are dealing with and we should not be dealing with this, this at our age, right? Like it's a very hard conversation to have with our parents and loved ones, but it is something that needs to be done. And far too often our people in our age group getting hit by it, whether it's now the, the two people that have passed away, neither one of it was from COVID. But we, we, we probably all know someone who uh, has seen a loved one die from COVID or something like that. But with or without COVID, you know, Black people, we got heart disease. We got this. We got this. You know, it's like we got all these types of things. Black that, in America. Like, that's a Yeah. So it's, it's a very difficult conversation to have. But we need to honestly be serious about estate planning. Like, it's, it's it literally all you have to do is, I'm not saying all you have to do, but like, in your will just say just outline it like here are the account numbers here's what needs to be done with my with my with my body um i want this to go to this person here's the the deed here's this like put all that in one document a word document get a lawyer to look at it everybody know at least one notary and at least one attorney to just go over it don't cost nothing but like you know it's not as expensive as a lot of people think but just it needs to be done and put it in a file. Everybody got a password to it, whatever you got to do to make sure everybody has access to it. 
Because what always happens, people be fighting. People be, you know, why didn't she do so-and-so? Why didn't she do this? How come I got left out of this? Well, she said back in 92 that if this happened, then I would get the, I see this happen all the time. Mm-hmm. And, but we saw it when we saw it growing up, right? When we were kids and never thought we have to do it, but we're not kids no more. We are adults. So right. we're the that, ones having to make these decisions now. Yeah. And so I'm not trying to be in a situation. I already talked with my mom and my brother about it, about God forbid when the event happens but I'm not trying to be in a situation where I got to make hard decisions and it comes down to like, now I got to break up a fight and grieve at the same time. Now I got to deal with all this paperwork and grieve at the same time. Cause that's what I'm watching people go through. It's just like, I got to, I got to settle this beef. I got to call this person. I got to call this. I got to call these banks. I got to call this, but I don't have time to actually grieve the person I'm supposed to be mourning. That's saying. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) I'm glad that we did all this with my mother very early and it's already mostly in place for me as well. Like I've, we've done all that stuff already. It's like you get, it's morbid, but it's necessary. And if you get that shit out the way early, you don't even have to worry about that. It's like, okay, here's the papers. Everybody do what they gotta do. How you feeling? I'm exhausted. I am physically and mentally exhausted. I did take a week off work last week um, just to come back to have twice as much work as I would have normally, but it's just I don't even know what's happening in my life right now because this week has been almost like an out-of-body experience. Like I'm like watching myself just do like autopilot and do tasks because I am not even present in my body at this moment in my life because I'm so physically drained and mentally drained. And it's like only Wednesday, (laughs) but it's like, I'm just not, I'm not connected or physically present right now because it's so much, like I have a sick kid, I have work, I have this stuff. It's like, it's just so much happening that like literally right before this, my kid puked on me Mm -hmm. as I'm setting this up. So it's like, I got all this shit happening that I'm not even physically present right now. (laughs) Jesus girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I'm kind of feeling a little similar to that. Like there's there's a there's a a ton of things happening right now all at once. I've got a bunch of events coming up. Um, I've got a very big move coming up. I have to purge my home. I have to actually do that exact thing you were talking about, Aaron, with my parents before I leave. Like there's a lot of shit that in the next two months is going to be happening and occurring. And I'm working a lot and I'm a little bit more than stressed, but trying to maintain and navigate. I am sitting in a level of also being like overwhelmed and underwhelmed and just whelmed, but it is okay. I thought that at this point, my anxiety would be through the fucking roof and it's not. And that is a blessing. 
Um, I've been staying prayed up and just trying to keep my head down. Also, I had birthday party this week on a on a fucking Monday from at starting at seven like a real adult. Right. Um, Q played my ass off. Really just was really proud of myself because I honestly, to a certain degree, was blackout drunk, but was still playing the fuck out of the night. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm both happy and curious and overwhelmed and anxious, but I am, at the end of the day, I am one of God's favorites and I'm still here. So every day is a chance to at least like make that attempt to get one important thing done for yourself, like out the way. So I'm just trying to work on that and just stay motivated. Um, yeah. Well, all right, y'all, I, I think this is going, oh, well, I'm, well, yeah, no, this is going to wrap this up. I'm gonna I was going to say, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks um, all of y'all for listening to Blacks Like Us. Make sure to click the links in all of our bios for every single thing that we do. Um, yeah. Y'all and if just you're listening you. to us on Spotify, have fun watching us in this foolishness. Yeah, this will be our first us. video yeah. episode to right. go up. So it will be, the videos will be going forward available on Spotify, which is another step forward in us you know, entertaining y'all as much as we can. We give y'all everything that we have, so. And sometimes I, we don't have nothing. Sometimes we don't have shit, but we still give it to y'all. So here we are. <laughs> All right, y'all. Yeah, be blessed. Be happy. Bye. Bye, y'all.